Hello and welcome to another episode of What Makes You Click. I'm your host, Kelvin Bullock. And on today's episode, I'm going to switch it up just a little bit and do something that I haven't done on the show before, because in the words of Tony Robbins, success leaves clues. And over the past few months, I've logged over 12 hours of great conversation with some photographers who are really doing amazing things in this industry. And they've dropped a lot of knowledge. And over that time frame, I've discovered a lot of recurring themes. So what I'd like to do in this episode is distill down that information into what I'm calling five characteristics that have led to their success. So stay tuned. I'm back. So let's hop right into it. I don't want to take up too much of your time. This will probably be a a shorter episode, but valuable nonetheless. And so, like I said, I've broken this down into five characteristics um, that I've seen just pop up over and over and over again that I feel like, you know, it's it's easy. Even when I say these uh, or, or list these characteristics, they're easy to say, but not always so easy to enact because that's just the nature of doing things. It's easier to say them than to do them. And so one of the very first things that pops out to me with every single guest is that they are go getters. They are opportunity seekers. Basically, they are opportunity creators. So the first one is they create opportunities. Uh, I, I think about when I was having my conversation with Carmen Chan and while she was in the midst of working in film and TV production, she was really bitten by the photography bug. And what she did from that point on was find ways to engage with it to to practice it i mean she went as she went so far as to enroll in night classes while she's working multiple jobs to learn photography because it was just that important to her and then she researched opportunities to to find internships to continue to just get better and better at it and then that attitude or that behavior led into her finding or continuing to find and create opportunities for herself to excel in that another perfect example of this is from my last episode with Michael Ty I don't know if you guys heard that episode but man he really really had an amazing story so go back and check that out if you haven't really go back and check out all of them if you haven't because like I said every every single one of them has something to impart upon us that we could learn from but anyway Michael Ty in particular when he was just a teenager, he was like 17 or 18 living in New York. And he decided that he was going to mail because this was back in like the seventies, but he was 
so adamant about getting celebrities and interesting people in front of his camera that he sent out mailers to these people, uh, pitching them on the idea of letting him have five to 10 minutes of their time so he could photograph them, which is how he ended up connecting with Andy Warhol, which pretty much launched his career in photography. So, Again, these people are out here creating opportunities, thinking outside of the box and really making it happen. To relate that to photography and business now, uh, I find myself enjoying the work more and enjoying uh, and getting the type of jobs that I want when I'm actually actively seeking it and not letting opportunities just fall in my lap. Uh, because there, there can be some good opportunities falling into your lap. But for the most part, from what I've heard from all of these photographers is they went out and they got it. So go out there and get this work because it's not going to come to you. You got to go find it. You got to hunt it down and turn your own projects and interests into the work that you really want to do. So the second characteristic that really seemed to be a separator of the good from the great or the doers from the non-doers or the people who are sitting on the sidelines versus the ones who are actually making things happen is that these people, these photographers that I've had the, the pleasure of chatting with, they eat rejection for breakfast. They don't take no for an answer or if they do receive a no they don't let it paralyze them they adjust fire and they keep shooting so for example i think about my conversation with stephanie diani where she was telling me that she was you know living in la but then she'd fly out to new york to go to these portfolio reviews and she would encounter some of the the meanest People that would basically have her crying by the time that she left the the portfolio reviews and and wondering if this is really what she was supposed to be doing. But I love what she said to me. She said, you know what? She she, she absorbed or she she took in the feelings in that moment, acknowledged them and then also acknowledged the fact that she believed that they were wrong and she kept it pushing. And. That ended up working out to her advantage. Same thing for uh, something that J John Keatley and I were talking about in regards to rejection and and not taking things personally. Uh, I, I think his method of dealing with rejection is is really uh, important and very helpful for anybody who is, you know, getting no's or getting ghosted or or not even getting responses to you know, trying to get different jobs and, and get noticed by editors and things of that nature. But ultimately, it's important for us to remember that some jobs we're not going to be right for some jobs. Uh, maybe the timing was wasn't right or maybe the opportunity itself didn't fit exactly what our style or our aesthetic is. But it's important to, to know that this is a numbers game and this is one of those industries where you just got to get it in front of as many people as possible and hope that all the stars align 
to be in your favor, because in addition to limited opportunities, especially if you're not out there making them, like I said, from the first characteristic, there's also a ton of photographers out there. So it's important to just keep putting your head down and working towards those goals and not taking those no's in a way that are going to par- in a way that is going to paralyze you and keep you from continuing to to press on and find those new opportunities that are on the other side of those no's. So rejection is not a paralyzing thing. Another key characteristic. So this third characteristic is a game changer. And and I say that because if you can master this skill, you are going to be way ahead of the game. And that is all of my guests operate in excellence, even when they're outside of their comfort zone. And what I mean by that is in those instances where they have taken a leap and they've, they're doing something that they haven't done before, or they're doing something that makes them anxious or nervous, they are still able to rely on their skill set and perform in such a way that gets them noticed and further confirms that they are exactly where they need to be and operating at the levels that they should be. Perfect example of this is during my conversation with John Keatley, he told me the story of how he photographed Annie Leibovitz and I asked him if he was nervous or felt anxious about photographing her because in the photography world, she is, of course, an icon. And I just knew for myself that if if that was me, I would be bouncing off the walls with excitement and anxiety. So basically, he told me that he was just hella nervous to the point where he had to to pace the room while he was waiting for her. And ultimately, what ended up happening is they did the shoot. He got some amazing shots and now he's got a story to tell and some amazing images of Annie Leibovitz. So he took that opportunity to do what he had to do in order to get the job done. Chris Sorensen was operating in that same spirit when he decided to move with his girlfriend to Hong Kong, of all places, uh, a place where he didn't know anybody. He didn't know the language. He didn't have any contacts whatsoever. So he was basically leaving behind everything that he knew, his acting, his photography, all of that. So when we talk about taking a huge step outside of your comfort zone, this is the the nightmare scenario, if you will. But given all of that, he took that as an opportunity to learn new things, to meet people to explore. And from that process, he was able to build a name for himself within that region to where he was getting hired by all of the major publications out there. So uh, again, it's what you do when you are uncomfortable or when you are nervous or unsure the next steps that you take can have a positive or a negative impact on your career path. And it's it's clear to me. I mean, I've see, seen it in my own life when I do it afraid, as I've heard it said before, when I when I do the thing that I'm afraid of um, anyway, I've always found that I come out on the other side of it a, a better person. This this podcast is a perfect example of that. Uh, I, you guys might not know this, but I am an introvert. Like I, 
I love being by myself. I love the peace and quiet uh, that comes when it's just me in a space so I can really just recharge and and think and I don't know, just ponder life's questions. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I said all that to say uh, being a photographer, there's a drain that comes with that when I'm working with people. And, and don't go, don't get me wrong. I, I do enjoy people's company, but there's nothing like uh, being alone to an introvert to really just recharge. And so having to step out of my comfort zone in this fashion of, of doing a, a podcast and interviewing people who uh, that I, I might not have ever met before or had a conversation with, uh, it, it could be nerve wracking. I mean, I wish you guys could see the breathing exercises that I have to do right before I hit the call button. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. But again, uh, I find myself in those scenarios thinking, you know, before while I'm in it and while I'm feeling nervous, I'm thinking to myself, you know, I, I'm not going to forget how to ask questions. So I, I feel like when this when this interview starts, I'm not going to just totally draw a blank. I, all I have to do is listen and ask questions like that's the thing that I have to kind of keep telling myself. And and the same thing for when I have big photography gigs. Uh, matter of fact, I just had a, a shoot for NBC Universal. And I remember thinking, uh, prior to the shoot, I was just, you know, I was filled with a little bit of anxiety because I, I wanted everything to go perfectly. And I, you know, I want them to continue to to use me in the future. So, you know, I've got all these things on my mind. But then I, I remember like, OK, when I get on set, I'm not going to forget how to do my job. Like I've done this thing time and time and time again. Uh, I know the ins and outs. And even if uh, an issue arises, I'll be able to deal with it because past experience has taught me that. So, uh, again, being able to operate in excellence outside of one's comfort zone is definitely a, a key characteristic to success, not just in this industry, but really in life. All right, we're making good progress. So let's move on to number four, which is a, a characteristic, again, that in, in this industry is very important, but in life as well. And something that I see popping up time and time and time again is the people that I chat with on this show are really good at cultivating strong relationships and not just cultivating them, but maintaining them. So in life, we do things or we're able to do things with the help of others. And uh, I, <laughs> I, had, I think about there was this Drake song that came out years and years ago, and he's basically in the song talking about he did it by himself. He did it on his own. And I'm thinking to myself, brother, you did not do this by yourself. Somebody has helped you along the way. So keeping that in mind, it, it reminds me of uh, my conversation with Kareem Black, the very first interview that I had for the podcast. And he was telling me how the very first major campaign that he was able to shoot for the, the opportunity came about because he met the producer at a party uh, sometime before the actual opportunity. And he was able to to build a relationship with this producer. And she ended up thinking of him when this job came about. 
And it really is just that simple. I mean, I think about even in my own career, some of the most amazing opportunities that I've had didn't necessarily come from anything that I was doing other than, you know, just be, trying to be a genuine and, and good person um, with my dealings with with everybody. So this is just another perfect example of, of how that works. And another conversation that I was having with James Anthony, another great photographer out in L.A., um, he talks about how he makes it a point to never meet a stranger, whether he's doing an Uber ride share back, you know, prior to the pandemic, of course. And, you know, when he's out at events like he made it a point to never meet a stranger. And I really feel and I, and I truly believe that I have missed out on opportunities with talking about, you know, going back to me being an introvert. I know I've missed out on opportunities because I was, you know, being my introverted self and not feeling like speaking to someone. So I can only imagine <laughs> some of the things that I might have missed out on or that I have missed out on because I didn't open up my mouth and say hello. So and I'm working on that. So bear with me. But. That's something that you could be working on as well. If you don't feel like you are, you know, getting out and, and meeting people or, or building relationships with the people around you. Now, and I'm not saying that just to to use them. Like, honestly, I feel like when I'm building a relationship with someone, I want to find ways that I can be of value in, in any way possible, not just with the photography, but but in other ways, you know, I'm a, I'm a human being and I've, I've got things that I can do and I've got resources that I can share. So I am always looking for ways to be of, of value to others. And I feel like when we pay it forward like that, you know, the the, the fruits, they will come, they they will show themselves. But I'm I'm not saying do it just for the fruit. I mean, do it because it feels good at the end of the day. Build relationships with people because, you know, we are relational beings. We're we're here on this earth and all we really have is each other. So let's make the best of it and, and try to help out whenever we can. And when you're being genuine like that, you know, things happen. Things start working out in your favor. So try it out, because clearly, as we've seen with all of these photographers, it's working out for them. And that brings us to our final characteristic, which is a bit of an interesting one. And I think that's the case for me because I was a psychology major and I've always been very interested in nature versus nurture when it comes to human beings and how we end up in life. And so the characteristic that I noticed is that my guest either knowingly or unknowingly utilize the experiences from their youth to inform upon their work. So a perfect example of that is during my conversation with Manny Roman, he spoke about growing up and watching his beautiful aunt, you know, get ready to go out and, and go on dates or, you know, recognizing the beauty of his sisters. And that, basically drove him to start capturing the essence of women, as he calls it. So when you look at his work, and I, and I even mentioned it in that episode, when you look at his work, yes, the women are, are very attractive and very quote unquote sexy, but there is a level of respect that he captures 
in the image, you could really see that he he doesn't look upon women as objects, but rather goddesses, if you will, to, to be ad- admired and respected and revered. And it's very evident in his work if you just go through his portfolio that that's the case. And I think one of the reasons why is because of his upbringing and, you know, growing, growing up around these amazing and beautiful women, it really helped him form his own um, aesthetic and, and point of view that really shows up quite often in his work. Another perfect example is um, Douglas Saunders. When I had him on, he spoke about growing up with a father who was an entrepreneur and he really got to see up and close up close and personal, the journey that is entrepreneurship. And he took that and ran with it in his own photography business. I mean, he found ways to really think outside of the box to not only be creative, but to be actually very profitable (laughs) at the same time. And uh, even in how he continues to expand upon how he creates, whether that's in, in VR or, or, um, virtually our VA virtually augmented realities, uh, in the, in the apps that he creates or in his photography or in the videos that he directs and produces, he brings that element of entrepreneurship to all of that. And I, I even think about in my own creative journey, uh, and, and I mentioned this in the very first episode, the, the reason why I really love to highlight the, the beauty of black people, but especially black women, because growing up, I didn't. I, of, of course, I, I grew up with, you know, my mother and my three sisters and that laid the foundation. But growing up in rural Alabama, uh, I don't feel like the representation was was really there in a way that allowed me to to really own my blackness and and the beauty that is contained within it. And so that is something that I really like to incorporate in my work, as uh, you might be able to tell if you were to, you know, scroll through my Instagram feed at Kelby Picks, if you're curious. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I I feel like there are are, uh, other examples, of course, of the impact that our youth or the youth or childhood has played uh, in my guests. And you might even be able to look at your own work. And if you really sat back and thought about it, you could probably trace some of the things that you like creating or some of the, the elements that you like to incorporate into your work back to something that you enjoyed as as a child. And that's just curious the way our minds work in that manner that we we take everything and we use it like we definitely use it, whether we are aware of it or not. So those were the five characteristics. You know, I appreciate you guys for sitting through this this uh, episode. Like I said, it was a little bit different, but I, I really do feel like it's important every now and then to just take a step back and reflect. And in my reflection, these characteristics just kept popping up. And I, and I wanted to just take some time to, to, to mention them, to, to call them out. And hopefully by me calling them out, it 
will allow you to to look at your own processes and your own habits and behaviors. And and maybe you'll be able to incorporate some of this if you're not already doing it. And and hopefully you'll start seeing results that you haven't experienced yet. So uh, and you know what? Let me let me also say this. When I created this show, I really had myself in mind like i was thinking about the the young me who picked up a camera for the first time and had an idea of what i wanted to do but didn't really know how to go about getting there and so if it sounds like i'm preaching to you guys when i'm doing these episodes i'm not preaching to you i'm <laughs> i'm really preaching to myself because these are things that i wish i had come across and learned you know, years ago, because it definitely would have helped me avoid some of the time wasters and the the the, the energy drains that uh, I, I came across because I was just, you know, stumbling around in the dark trying to find the light switch. But I want this show to be the light switch for people who don't know. So, you know, that is my goal. And that is my purpose. And I'm never really, like I said, trying to preach to you guys, but. I just want those who aren't as in the know to to understand that, you know, there's ways that you can go about doing this that are a bit more strategic and a and a bit more informed that can really yield great results without having to put in uh, a, a bunch of work that you didn't want to do. Uh, and that doesn't yield, you know, results that actually last or, or get you um, to the place where you want to go. So anyway. That is all. That is the show. Uh, as always, like, subscribe, rate, comment, review, do all of those things that I, I greatly appreciate. I love it when I get the messages in my DMs with people kind of sharing their their love for the, the show and the different guests that we have on. So uh, if you feel the need to, to, to reach out, you know, drop a line. I'm, I'm, I'm here to, to listen and take feedback and, you know, any other ideas that you might have or, or requests uh, that you want to share, you know, shoot me a message and I'll see what I can do. All right, guys, until the next episode.